Wake up, wake up, Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. The best start to my day. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Wednesday. It is September the 27th of 2023. Hey, it's a really cool day today because today is National Morning Show Host Day. Hey, that's what we do. That's our job. And- We appreciate the opportunity to do this, and we would love for you guys to shower us with gifts and compliments and food and. I guess that's always good, but maybe we should thank them for listening too. Yeah, but today's the day to celebrate us, (laughs) so they should thank us for doing this. We love you guys. Because if we didn't do this, what would they do? They'd be so lost. They'd be sad, lost. lost. Yeah, I did get some really sweet messages, and we get these, uh, you know, it seems like on a fairly regular basis now, where people are talking about how long they've listened and all the different years. I saw a really sweet one um, that was talking about, so, you know, we posted Kai's birthday, and I'm like, hey, thanks to you, because we had somebody who said, her name's Natasha, she had said that she had been a uh, listener of the show for a long time. I said, well, I appreciate that, right? You've probably heard the whole journey of, you know, Leslie getting pregnant and, you know, what's the gender and all that stuff. And she says, aging myself, fan for life, thanks for responding, I've been listening even longer than that. I love that. So I was like, oh, that's really, really sweet. So you know what I'm going to do right now on the radio? I'm going to hit follow back. Oh, I thought you were going to ban her. No. Oh, no. Natasha, she is going to get the follow back. That's very sought after on National Morning Show. Oh, so. okay. Uh, today is also National Day of Forgiveness. If there's somebody you need to forgive, hmm. all you're doing by carrying that is making your own life harder. That's true. Right? So mm-hmm. National Day of Forgiveness. Maybe you need to ask for forgiveness. You can do that as well. Uh, today's National Scarf Day. Kelly believes they're coming back. They they're are. trendy. They're making a comeback yep. around the neck, in the ponytail. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, remember that time you went to the lake and you wore just a scarf as a no, bathing suit? No, yeah. that has never happened. Ugh. You and Marilyn Monroe. It's also <laughs> National Chocolate Milk Day. Huh. All things you can celebrate as you get up and get your day started with Arkansas's Morning Show. You're listening to Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. There's a new feature on Tinder that's going to cost you more money, but if you're looking for a match, it might be worth it. Hmm. It's called Tinder Select. Okay. <laughs> and the idea is it's an exclusive high-end membership that's going to give you a personalized experience. It's also going to allow you to reach out and find Tinder's most sought-after profiles. Okay. And this allows you to enjoy exceptional connections. <laughs> okay. It sounds very, uh, I mean, it sounds very tempting. Yeah. It's only going to set you back four ninety nine a month. Wait. Four dollars? And 99 cents are four, 499. Mm-hmm. Bad. It's only going to set you back $499 a month, which comes out to about $6,000 a year to match people on Tinder. Are you being serious? One million percent. When I read it at first, I thought that was a mistake. I thought they just forgot to put like the decimal in. They have lost their mind. That the the thing that Raya, the mm-hmm. the thing that celebrities use for dating or whatever, they basically already have this for rich people. I wonder if I can get on Raya. Do you think I'm uh, of a level enough to get on Raya? Hello. <laughs> What do you have to do? How do you get it? How do you get that? How do you get on there? I think you have to be like, uh, you have to have money oh. and you have to be at least a D-list celebrity. Hello? What am I? Like an F-list? <laughs> I'm the F-troop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's kind of funny though when you think about that because like they're talking about like you don't necessarily, 
Uh, that doesn't mean you're going to get the connection, right? Yeah. But like they're going to give you the access to the most sought after profiles. So let's just pretend like Jennifer Aniston's on there and her profile is sought after. That doesn't mean she has any freaking interest in us coming after her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of like, hey, just because like we're, we're paying for this, that doesn't make us more attractive to the people. No, I, I get that. Yes. And again, so they also say that if you have this, which is called Tinder Select, you're going to be able to direct message people even if you don't match, but you can only do that two times per week. You can hide ads on there and all this other okay. kind of stuff. Okay, so. wow. Tinder Select, $499 a month, $6,000 per year for this exceptional connection. From Arkansas for Arkansas, this is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's Morning Show high five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Officer Dylan Kaufman. He's from the Flagler Beach Police Department in Flagler Beach, Florida. So Officer Kaufman is uh, finishing up his shift, right? And he's driving down the beach and he realizes there's a couple of people out there in the water, in the ocean, and people are like, hey, these people need help. Oh, gosh. Two distressed swimmers who got caught up in a rip current, and they were being taken away from shore. Mm-hmm. So Officer Kaufman, who's worked a full shift, gets out of his vehicle, starts running to the water, takes off his vest, dives into the water, and saves not one but two people. Oh, my goodness. So, again, he's fighting the current and pulling two people mm-hmm. at the same time back to shore. Now, the thing is, of course, when something like this happens, it causes quite a scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost literally like a scene from Baywatch yeah. where people are running down the beach and he dives into the water and rescues the people and stuff like that. There's pictures, there's videos and stuff like mm-hmm. that out there as well. The Flagler Beach Police Department has shared photos and basically they thank Officer Kaufman for going the extra mile and saving lives. Wow. So here's to you, Officer Dylan Kaufman. It's an Arkansas morning show. High five. High five. And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Every morning is better when it starts with Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, doing a big on a Wednesday morning. It is September the 27th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have country music news today on Morgan Wallen. So Morgan Wallen has announced tour dates for 2024. There's dates in Nashville, Kansas City, Arlington, Texas, and there's also a date in Oxford, Mississippi. If you remember, back in April, he played one night at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, and the next night he didn't get to take the stage. If you had tickets to the second night, there's going to be an early pre-sale. You'll get all that information in your email. But uh, if you want to find out more about the entire tour, you can go to MorganWallen.com. We have country music news today on Garth. Operator, won't you put me on through? I got to send my love down to Baton Rouge. Hurry up, won't you 
So Garth and Trisha will be hosting President Jimmy Carter's Habitat for Humanity Project, and it all happens October 1st through the 6th in Charlotte, North Carolina. And this is going to be the first event that the Carters won't be able to attend because of health reasons. But Garth and Trisha have worked with the Carters on multiple projects that help those in need, like building homes in Nashville. Garth says, quote, Carter said it best when he said, if you go to sleep with the roof over your head, you're spoiled. Oh. He said everybody should have that right. So find out how you can help Habitat for Humanity. Just go to Habitat.org. And country music news today on Bailey Zimmerman, who is celebrating his third consecutive number one single with his most recent song, Religiously. Now I'm in this cold, bright light, and this don't even feel like life, cause I don't have the only woman who believed in me religiously. Bailey says in his social media posts, he says, quote, I can't thank y'all enough. Today has been a big freaking day. The, the love y'all have shown me the past three years is mind-blowing, and without it, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So thank you to every one of you that has had my back. I will continue to try and give you the best version of me that I can. Mm-hmm. Three consecutive songs yeah. at number one for Bailey Zimmerman, including Religiously, which went there really, really quick. So congratulations to Bailey. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know the French word for paperclip is trombone? But if you think about it, trombones do kind of look like paperclips. Ooh. Yeah. That is weird. I've never really thought about that. Hey, can you give me a trombone for my papers? Yes. I don't know if it works quite like we think. Did you know Skype's name is a shortened version of its original name, Sky Peer to Peer? The people who created it originally wanted to shorten it to Skyper, but that domain cha- uh, name was taken. Oh, wow. That's how we got Skype. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Did you know the band Little Texas released their most successful album, two-time platinum album called Big Time in 1993? The album had songs like this. God bless Texas with his own hand Rocked down angels from the promised land They gave them a place where they could dance If you want to see heaven, brother, here's your chance I've been sent Spread the message. Oh, God bless Texas. And the song that went straight to number one on Billboard, it's Little Texas, My Love. My love. Are you ready for my love, my love? My love. That's good. My love, my love is ready for you. didn't know now you know from arkansas for arkansas this is arkansas morning show with brandon and kelly you would think Ed, the longer we do this the smarter we would get yeah right and we'd go to bed earlier and, and have all this energy and stuff like that for whatever reason kelly and i both were up way too late last night yeah i can't tell you what i was doing <laughs> not because it was bad because i really don't know what i was doing i think i was watching youtube or something like yeah, that. yeah well I, mine was so much more important because I was spending the night with Lainey Wilson. Yeah, not a bad way to spend your night, right, Lainey? She was serenading me as I was alone in my room. What? Yeah. <laughs> 
I was watching. They did a. Uh, she was at Red Rocks in Colorado last night. Yeah. And she did her. It's like one of her first headlining tours. And she. They basically put out a thing last week saying, "Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to live stream it. It's going to be live. You can go to this place, pay thirteen bucks, and then you can get a ticket and watch." Yeah. And I didn't have any plans last night, and I was like, "Shoot, I'm going to go have a date with Lainey." I sure, mean, it's yeah. it's a live concert. I've seen her twice, and I was like, "I just want to see what it's like." And I, my dream bucket list is to go to the Red Rocks Amphitheater and see a concert there. If you haven't seen that, yeah, it's like built into the mountains or whatever, right? It's really, really mm-hmm. pretty. And everybody who plays there comes back and says, "Hey, that's one of the coolest venues you could ever play in the world." Yeah, they say the acoustics is amazing, and when you're actually there, it's really dark out mm-hmm. in Colorado at that spot so you can see all the stars so like it's just one of those i don't know storybook type places to go so when i talked to parker mccollum backstage in south haven i was asking how red rocks was he said coolest place i've ever played probably the coolest place i'll ever play because it's that cool so Mm -hmm. i think when every artist goes to play that amphitheater they have this feeling like this is going to be a special show so i guess laney decided because it was going to be special she wanted to give people access to it yeah she said worldwide access come on now (laughs) yeah so so she did that and i waited forever night because they're in colorado so they're two hours i think behind where we are yeah so I waited. <laughs> Flatland Calvary played. He, they opened for her. And, you know, then they've got to kind of change the stage and get everything mm-hmm. ready. So she might have started playing maybe like 935 hour oh. time. Okay. That's late because we wake up, just in case you don't know, we wake up at 330 every day. Maybe it was 1035. Was it, it? I think it was... T- Brandon, I was up for a long time. Oh my gosh. You st- <laughs> yes. So I have 48 acts, 48 hours like of access to watch it. But mm. I was like, when she, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch the first couple of songs right. and then I'll turn it off and watch it tomorrow. I'm telling you, she comes out of there like, I mean, about out of you know where. Mm. And it's like, it is so addicting to watch her entertained because she's so seasoned and she's so she's been doing this for a long time yeah uh it's just now she's she talks about how last year she had problems selling tickets Mm -hmm. and now she's you know selling out red rocks but it was it was so good and i cannot i cannot wait to see her again in person well, it's the same reason, the same way I get like caught up in a football game that's live or I get caught up in a wrestling show that's mm-hmm. live or UFC or whatever. When you know it's live, even if you're watching it on TV, you can still get that same energy and stuff. You sense it, mm-hmm. right? Because you know it's happening in the moment and people are live tweeting it and all that different stuff. So I would assume that energy was, uh, yeah. was pretty palpable. And that was the thing. It's I've never, I've never bought a pay-per-view or I've never done that. Yeah. I did it last night and there was something about... It wasn't just like watching a concert on TV. There was something, like you just said, I felt like I was singing. I was there singing yeah. the songs with her. But it was a weird energy. And so I could not turn it off. I couldn't do it. Well, let's be real. If you go to a concert these days, it doesn't matter what size the venue is. A lot of the concert, a lot of the time you spend it watching the screen because you can just see the artist in the emotion better. Yeah. It's almost like it's similar to that. You're watching a screen. You're watching it while it's live. I mean, you weren't sitting at Red Rocks, but it still had that same vibe, I guess. And she talks about it on stage. She's a storyteller. So her dad's a farmer. Uh, her mom is a teacher. So she comes from very humble beginnings. Yeah. And she likes to get up, write her music, and tell her story. And that's what she does. And she's just unbelievable uh, when she does it. And she's coming to Arkansas. It's October the 12th at First National Bank Arena. In Jonesboro, it's going to be Lainey Wilson and Hardy. And we have free tickets if you guys want to go see them. Listen for your chance to win your way in. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. 
people are crazy. A woman in Florida is facing charges after she stole a young alligator for a photo shoot. <laughs> and then she kept it in the bathtub of her hotel room. No. Yeah. The woman's name is Madison, and Madison allegedly used to work at a place called Croc Encounters in Tampa. Now, she doesn't work there anymore, but she still had keys, so that's how she snuck inside. She told officials that she was, quote, borrowing the alligator for a photo shoot she was doing for her birthday. Now, I don't know exactly what all that means, but obviously it involved an alligator. The owner of Croc Encounters says Madison did not have permission to take the alligator, but they are not going to press charges for theft or trespassing. Still, you you just can't have an alligator in a bathtub. No. So Madison was issued a notice to appear in court for possession of an alligator. <laughs> that is so silly. <laughs> Speaking of stealing an alligator for a photo shoot, I was going to cook alligator for dinner last night. Oh my gosh, you can do that? Well, then I realized I only have a crock pot. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Oh. Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly, 870-935-5346. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Uh, happy birthday. Here. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Wednesday, September the 27th of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Sheena Tittle of Jonesboro, who celebrates a birthday today. Happy birthday. I guess I've known Sheena since she was like probably in junior high school or something. Wow. That's crazy. And now she has kids in junior high, basically. Uh, Yeah. So (laughs) it's been a minute. She, I've known her since I started here, which was back in 2002, yeah. so that's been a minute. Happy birthday to Sheena Tittle, who celebrates her birthday today. Also celebrating, Kara Northcutt of Jonesboro turns 33. Joni Etheridge in Marmaduke has a birthday. April Murby in Blyville, happy birthday. Allison Riggs of Jonesboro. We have Chuck Foley in Calamine celebrating. Jay Gar from Wynn. Andrea Mackey celebrates a birthday today. Love from Chris and the boys. Shelly Bettis of Pocahontas is celebrating. Ashley Kennan, the coach of Wynn High School, has a birthday today. Happy birthday, Ashley. Christy Covington of Jonesboro and Amy House from Wynn celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. She was on Disney, Stuck in the Middle. She is Wednesday on Netflix. Jenna Ortega is 21 today. Oh, I had a tad bit of a Jenna Ortega crush. She's talented. Yeah, during Stuck in the Middle, mm-hmm. Kai loved watching that show. He'd watch Aww. it over and over, and it was all because of Jenna Ortega. Yeah. So happy birthday to Jenna. Happy birthday today to Avril Lavigne. She's 39. Oh, yeah. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. I mean, speaking of 2002, I played that a million times. And this one. Avril Lavigne, 39 today. Happy birthday today to Lil Wayne. He's 41 today. I played this one a lot, too. 
Lil Wayne, yeah. 41 years old today. Happy birthday today to Brad Arnold. He's 45, of course. Three doors down. If I could be like that, well, I would give anything just to live one day. I played a bunch of Three Doors Down back then, too. I'm here without you, baby. Gosh. They put on a great concert. Never seen mind. I think about you, baby. And I dream about you. Brad Arnold of Three Doors Down celebrates today. You still call me Superman. If I'm alive and will be, you be there holding my hand. I'll keep you by my side with my Brad Arnold of Three Doors Down is 45. Gwyneth Paltrow is 51 today, the owner of Goop. Yeah, that candle in your house. I was You're an kind idiot. of surprised by uh-huh. that one. You are an idiot. When you walk in the door, like, mm-hmm. dang, You're Kelly. You're an idiot. I can't stand you. What? If you know, you know. That's pretty funny. You're an Kelly's idiot. favorite candle. Uh-huh. Happy birthday today to Mark Calderon. He's 53 from Color Me Bad. All right, we'll stop there. Happy birthday to Mark, who celebrates today. And happy birthday today to Randy Bachman, who's 80 years old today, from Bachman Turner Overdrive. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Randy Bachman. A <laughs> <laughs> Bachman Turner Overdrive who turns 80 today. Happy birthday, Randy. Hope you have a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We are joined this morning by the good doctor. He's the one that makes you feel all right. He's the one they call. He's going to be your Frankenstein. Dr. Shane's Yeah. Dr. Shane's Bites! Dr. He is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State University. Y'all, he's a real dean. Dr. Shane Spites. Good morning, Doc. A real Good morning. A real live dean. Real That's right. Live. He walks and talks and everything. He does all those things. Hey, I, I saw something, and this is gonna this is gonna grab some people early. Can we grab some people early? All right, might as well. It's early in the morning. Let's do it. All Brandon's right. a big tease. I'm a big what? <laughs> you were gonna repeat it. I don't know. I'm not. Okay. Uh, I saw some stuff, and I'm not sure if you've seen this. What do you know about the iPhone and radiation? Because we've heard these rumors forever, and like older people, like you're gonna get radiation, but there really is something with with one of the iPhones, right? So you are correct, Brandon, as oh. usual. Oh. Um, and this comes up every so often. Like every so often I'll do a post or I'll have to answer this question. About every few years, the question about cell phone or mm-hmm. cell towers and radiation and brain cancer and all this stuff comes up. Um, and you'll go back there and review the data. or There'll be some new study that comes out. This in particular, 
So what happened is there was a French group, uh, a group that like a, a radiation um, uh, uh, kind of watchdog group. Basically, it's a, um, I think it's a government group, actually. They test um, different devices that emit radiation mm-hmm. and specifically cell phones. And so there's a certain amount that, they, that is considered safe. So all cell phones, whether you know this or not, they emit radiation. Okay. And so um, the amount of radiation that is em- emitted is there's a, quote, a safe level. Uh, which is four uh, watts per kilogram. Four watts per kilogram mm-hmm. uh, or below is considered a safe dose of radiation. And it depends on where you have it. So it used to be that, you know, most people, when they, when they were on their cell phones, now it's a little different. They all carried it up to their ears. But now people are like hands-free. Or you've mm-hmm. got like iPods or you've got things like that. Or, um, or your, excuse me, yeah, your, um, um, the, the, the wireless headphones yeah. or whatever. Yeah. If you're in your phone or whatever like this, so it's not up to your ear. Mm-hmm. Because we're worried about brain cancer. Sure. Um, well, they went back, and I don't know why, I'll be honest with you. I don't know why they didn't test this thing when it first came out, because the iPhone 12 has been out for a while. They came back and found that the iPhone 12 actually emits 5.74 watts per kilogram. You think, well, is that a big deal? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, maybe not. It is higher than the, than the acceptable or considered safe amount of radiation emitted. Now, it's become such a big deal that they say, you can't. You have to recall these in, in Europe. Like the European oh, Union yeah. is saying, you can't. We want you to issue a um, a um, a recall on the iPhone 12 in Europe. And so that caught my attention. But then recently, there's been in the U.S. They're looking at making the same oh. recall request. Mm. So if you watch this, I don't know how this is going to unfold, but um, they may actually put in a recall on the iPhone 12 in terms of the amount of radiation that it emits. Now, when we talk about cancer in general, let's talk about this. So, you know, the worry here, obviously, is brain cancer. You're putting it up to your ear, you're putting it up to your face, you hold it close to your body, and wherever you have it, that radiation uh, emission can cause cancer wherever you have it. Some of it's theoretical. Some of it we do, like, you know, mouse studies or animal studies, and we say, you know, there there could be an increase in cancer. It's not really like... There's not a hard or fast answer. It's not like an absolutely cell phones cause cancer. That's not it. Now, there are absolutely warnings whenever you buy a new cell phone. If you pull out the, the manual there, you'll see some sort of FCC warning on may cause cancer because they don't know. Mm. In some instances, they may. In some instances, they may not. We know the farther away you are from a cell tower, the more energy has to be generated for that cell phone to hit the tower. So that can cause more radiation exposure to you based on where you're located. Does that make sense? So like in rural areas, if you don't have a tower around you, then you your phone could be using more energy to reach the tower, mm. thus emitting more radiation. I've so never even considered that being a deal. I just mm-hmm. always assumed we, they were all going to use the same amount of energy. I, d- I never considered mm-hmm. having to reach out further to get a signal. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it has to use more power. That's exactly wow. right. Now, overall, and people need to realize this, our cancer mortality in the United States in terms of people dying from cancer, mm-hmm. we peaked like in the 1980s. Right. So in terms of the people dying from cancer, about the 1980s, we peaked, and we've been on the downward trend. So this is kind of, as a matter of fact, there was an article I was reading that was, you know, we kind of called this, this area we're in now, and this is going to sound weird, and look, I'm not minimizing it at all Mm -hmm. because there are horrible cancers out there and people are dying daily from them. But in general, they're kind of calling this the golden age, so to speak, because of all of the things 
that we have come up with in terms of treatments and diagnostic procedures and ability to do genetic or genomic sequencing. Since the 1980s, we've seen a 34% drop in cancers, uh, cancer death for men, a 24% drop in cancer death for women. And we continue to see that. So screening is one thing, uh, early diagnosis. Uh, better treatments, more targeted, you know, radiation, uh, better, you know, what used to be, this is going to sound really bad, it used to be that, like, when you got diagnosed with a cancer, depending on what kind it was, we might try different types of chemotherapy before you found one that maybe made a difference. Right. Now we can do genetic sequencing of the cancer, and we can tell, based on that genetic sequence, which cancer treatment is going to work for you. So we don't hurt you by giving you three or four different chemotherapy drugs no, or without knowing that those aren't going to help you. Right. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. But there's so many of us who still, to us, it's the scariest word in the English language, Absolutely. right? Cancer. Well, because it's still it's still the most common cause and the most common cause of death. Heart disease, you know, number one. Cancer, number two. But so how many? We all know people in our families yeah. or friends that have dealt with cancer or are dealing with cancer. And so you're absolutely right. It doesn't. Even though we've made strides, it doesn't change the fact that it still still affects all of us. Let's go through, because we talked about the iPhone 12. I don't want to pick on the iPhone 12, but I do want to ask you about other devices, right? Like, we've had microwaves in our homes for my whole life. We have Alexa devices. We have Wi-Fi going through our house and, and sending signals all over the place. Do we have to worry about those things, or do we just not know, or, or what do we look like on that? Some of it we know, and some of it we don't. So on the Wi-Fi thing, less, probably that. But, I mean, we do – remember – we are exposed to radiation every day. We're exposed to radiation from the sun every day. You know, remember that's, you know, that's how, you know, we get sunba- uh, sunburn, right, you know, sure. you get ultraviolet radiation. And so we're exposed all the time. Um, how much of the um, new technology that we use now every day is going to affect our radiation exposure and our risk for cancer? It really is hard to know. It's hard to know right now because the whole the cell phone debate um, has been going back and forth for, gosh, several decades now. I've been following that data for a good 15 years. Wow. And there's, I mean, and there's stuff that comes out that says, hey, you know, there's a link here in this animal study. What they'll do is like they'll, it's going to sound weird, they put a bunch of mice like in a, in a cage and they put a bunch of cell phones around them and, and mm. you know, they jack up mm. the wattage or something That's like awful. that. They kind of see who gets cancer and who doesn't or what percent of them get cancer. And, uh, and then they do some population studies. Like in Europe, they would do some population studies of people. And, um, and, they would, and, and some of this, though, our, our best studies are what we call randomized control trials, which means that we have the entire trial controlled. Like we know exactly who gets what and what that person is and know everything about them, blah, 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 and when we study them. Some of the, most of the studies about cell phones and cancer are called retrospective or observational. Mm-hmm. which means that we basically ask you questions after you got cancer. Hey, you've got brain cancer. Did you ever use a cell phone? Well, well yeah, yeah, I did. Sure. Right. Well, now, making that, uh, you know, is that, it, was there causality there? It's kind of hard to make that connection. But, again, we try to get large amounts of data. And, you know, if you study, you know, 20, 30, 40, 300,000 people, then maybe you can find some correlations. But it really hadn't been that cut and dry yet. It's just wild because the way you're describing it makes me feel like we're the guinea pigs and we just don't know. Oh, yeah. No, no, 100%. Like, that's you're weird, right. man. <laughs> Get in that wheel and start running, Brandon. Yeah, that's so <laughs> strange. Uh, but let's go back. I, I want to end on the good advice or the good news, though, and that is cancer rates have drastically improved in the last 40 years. Oh, my gosh. And and our, our ability to diagnose, we diagnose sooner. 
um, you know, the cancer train, the cancer screening. When we talk about the most common, you know, right now we're talking about, you know, this iPhone 12, we're talking about brain cancer. The most common cancers are not really that. So the most common cancers are, um, you know, colon, lung, breast, and prostate. Those are the most common cancers. And so there's things you can do to dramatically reduce your risk of any of those. Yeah. And so for women, obviously, mammograms, you know, for, uh, for men, making sure that you're not at risk for prostate cancer, talking to your physician about what your risk factors are. They've actually changed some things in prostate cancer in terms of, of, what your, um, of how we screen for that and really what the best uh, method is. Mm-hmm. Colon cancer. You know, that uh, the, the FIT testing, the Cologuard, mm-hmm. that stuff is great. And uh, obviously, colonoscopy is recommended for anyone 45 and older. And lung cancer, really, primary lung cancer is not common if you don't smoke. Right. So not smoking or vaping, um, you know, dramatically reduces your risk of lung cancer. And again, if there's reason for concern, go to your doctor. Don't wait, because being ahead of it is always the best way. 100%. Y'all, he is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State. He is Dr. Feelgood, Dr. Shane Spites on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families, Inc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by Noel Richardson from the Walk to End Alzheimer's, who's who technically is uh, dropping off kids at school, which I would imagine if you're headed to Brooklyn this morning, that can be a little bit of work, right? <laughs> always, always. Every time we talk to some parent who's trying to talk to us and try to get their kids dropped off at school, it's always super stressful. Yes, every morning is very stressful. I've even started using the bus more uh, just yeah. because of the school traffic. <laughs> and it doesn't matter, the school, the district, the state. I think everybody has that same like yeah. for the for the car line. Yes. Well, and I've heard about, and I don't know if it's public knowledge and all that stuff, but all the stuff they're going to be putting right there on School Street, like they're adding a lot of new stuff in that area, which is only going to make <laughs> there more bodies in that area headed to Brooklyn. So it's going to be crazy, isn't it? Yes, we're going to add a we're adding a McDonald's. There's going to be a grocery store. Everything's going in right there where yeah. we all have to pull in to to take our kids. <laughs> yeah, and I talked I, I talked to somebody else who has something else going out that direction too. Like literally and it's all going to be congregated right there in that area. So, I mean, it's you're going to have everything you need if you're going there. Right. Uh so again, Noel Richardson is on with us talking about uh the Alzheimer's Association and the Northeast Arkansas Walk to End Alzheimer's, which Noel, I know you know you work on this really for almost a year. You kind of start putting uh the next one together and here we are a little more than a week away for the next walk. I know. I can't believe it went really fast. Um, we had our walk last year, and it's like we took 30 days off, and then <laughs> we started looking for new committee members and started right back in. Hey, why is Alzheimer's and the Alzheimer's Association something that you wanted to give your time to? Because I know, you know, we all have we all have different passions and things that we want to work with and organizations we like to give to. Why was the Alzheimer's Association something for you? Well, I actually had a personal tie to the disease. Um, I lost both of my great-grandmothers to Alzheimer's. Um, I volunteered with this organization for over six years and then um, decided, hey, I think I, I might want to actually start a career in this so I could wake up every day and, you know, just fight for a cure. I was going through some of the data, some of the stats, right? And, and I'll tell you, you said your family, you know, it's touched you directly. It's touched my family directly, and we're actually going through a situation 
right now, which is it's just sad when you know somebody who was once so strong and vibrant. Uh, you know, it's typically like for for me, it's a grandparent. Um, but to then know, you know, how it's how it is for them right now, it's just and you have those conversations. It's kind of heartbreaking and. Alzheimer's destroys families, and there's more than 6 million Americans who are currently living with Alzheimer's. When you go through some of that data, I mean, it really is, it's like, man, we got to do something to figure this out. Yes, yes, because right, right now over 58,000 uh, Arkansans actually have a diagnosis. Wow. But then if you think about how many caregivers do they have in their family, you know, do they have two or three caregivers that are, you know, affected right then, taking care of them? you know, all the emotion, all the stress, um, just, I mean, it's a disease that literally affects everyone in that family. Well, and you think about those caregivers in the family, because again, I'm living this right now too, but you know, that's an unpaid job and you're having people that are either having to move back into the home with their parents or, or move their parents somewhere different, you know, just to be able to kind of take care of them and give them some type of quality of life. And I know there's other organizations that try to help, but like when we go out and we try to raise money for the Alzheimer's association, how are we helping? Um, you are helping. We um, use that money. I can just let me just speak sure. frankly, like right here in Northeast Arkansas, uh-huh. that money goes to education for groups who um, who just need more information on how to take care of their family members. Mm-hmm. We have support groups uh, for caregivers, which is, I think, one of the most amazing things that we can give caregivers. It's just a free space for them to talk about their struggles. Mm-hmm talk with others that are right there in the thicket with them so that they know that they're not alone. Um, It also goes to research, which, um, you know, we can't find a cure if we don't have research. Um, It also goes to community forums, um, like education programs for students who are going to be our next, you know, our next generation going in, um, you know, looking for that cure or taking care um, of our loved ones, you know, in the nursing facilities and things like that or at the hospital. Um, so just right here, all that money, it's, it really is paying off. I mean, we just started a new support group in Batesville, yeah. um, and that's what part of that money goes to. So when you look at uh, some more of the data, Alzheimer's kills more people than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. Mm-hmm. Like we don't think – like I think a lot of us, if, if, you're, if you're not living it in the moment, you might not be thinking about it. But all of a sudden when it hits your family and you're trying to talk to the person you know who was once again so vibrant and strong – I mean, it's just heartbreaking. So uh, the reason that people are going to walk on October the 7th on the campus of Arkansas State is to raise money for the Alzheimer's Association. Uh, sponsorship-wise, are you good with sponsors at this point? Uh, we we hit our sponsorship goal, but if we have a company out there that says, hey, we want to get involved, we want to back you, mm-hmm. we would be more than happy to talk with you. <laughs> well, then I was looking at you. You can never have enough sponsorship, right. I guess. No, right. And then I was looking at the team deal. It seems like a lot of people, uh, you know, have passion for Alzheimer's Association, for the Alzheimer's Association, and they start putting teams together and the team goes out and fundraises. Uh, Is there still time for people to put teams together? Yes, you can actually register and put a team together the day of the walk. Um, But yeah, we, we encourage you to go ahead, register your team and get out there and fundraise. I mean, it can be as simple as putting it out on Facebook or making a fun team T-shirt and selling those. Um, Some of our teams really go out there. They have silent auctions or they did. We had one team that did a garage sale and everything they made went to their team fundraiser. And then we also have some businesses in town that are doing promotions um, this month to help raise money for their team. So everyone's really getting involved this year. 
we have more teams than we've ever had register. So I'm really looking forward to this event. So again, the event's going to happen on Saturday, October the 7th. The arrival time, like the registration time, is going to be 9. There's a ceremony at 10. What happens, Noel, during the ceremony? Okay, so um, the biggest part of the ceremony is uh, the Promise Garden um, flower representation. So as you know, at the Walk-In Alzheimer's, we have a huge garden set up, which will be in Heritage Plaza Lawn, and you will go and pick one of the flowers that represents your tie to the disease. Um, and then we will have people who actually represent that color speak to the crowd about, you know, why they are there and why they are walking. Um, it's always a really moving ceremony. Um, so if you haven't been to the walk, I really encourage you just to come and be there and support everyone that's there. Noel, if people want to put a team together, maybe they want to jump on that. Maybe they're sending a group text right now or they're going to work and they're going to talk to their people about putting a team together. Uh, where can they do that? How can they go about doing that, uh, putting a team together? Okay, so the easiest way is go to alz.org backslash arwalk, and you'll just scroll down, and you'll see Northeast Arkansas. Click on it, and it'll take you right to registration. Again, it's the Northeast Arkansas Walk to End Alzheimer's. It happens on Saturday, October the 7th. That's one week from this coming Saturday on the campus of Arkansas State. And Noelle Richardson joins us this morning fresh out of the car line at Brooklyn. Noelle, <laughs> it's always good to chat with you. Yes, thank you for having me. All right, best of luck yes. with the walk, okay? Thank you. Again, you can find out more at alz.org slash arwalk. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined this morning by Gina Jarrett, who just told me that she really should be the mayor of the city of Paragould based on all of her work over the years. Brandon Baxter, she did not say that. (laughs) I am so sorry, Gina. No, I'm going to tell you. You've worked really hard for the city of Paragould and downtown Paragould for many, many years to make that uh, something that, I mean, when you look at it, what it is today is because of the work of a lot of people, but you put some sweat equity into that. I did, and it's, it was a wonderful, wonderful journey. So as I say now, during retirement, I'm a professional volunteer. Man. Well, so the event that's coming up on October the 13th and 14th is the seventh annual Get Downtown Festival in Paragould. Um, and Gina, as I was going through the list of stuff, like there's paragraphs of stuff going on and it's like, I was like, well, what do we not need to talk about? But I think we need to talk about all of it because it's, it looks like just what's going to be a great weekend in downtown Paragool. It is going to be a great weekend in downtown Paragool. We start on Friday evening, Friday evening. We are actually partnering with Main Street Paragool. It will be their last downtown after hours of the year of the season, which is music downtown. Mm-hmm. Corey Jackson is performing at seven thirty under our community pavilion. And then for the kids at seven o'clock on Friday night, we have a movie in the street. It is trick or treat Scooby Doo because we are yeah. coming into the or the, the Halloween season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also that night, those that have registered for any of our races can pick up their race packets that night as well. So just the whole vibe of downtown Paragould, I've been down there a number of times over the last couple of years. Uh, and if people haven't been, let's say, you know, you kind of stay in your city and you don't go to other cities that like from, let's say you don't live in Paragould, that downtown, what you guys have done with that, like awesome. the, the idea of reimagining it and bringing so much business down there and so many restaurants and, and so many event places, like you really have done a great job and the downtown area looks beautiful in Paragould. Thank you. Thank you. We are very, very proud of it. We have a great variety of restaurants downtown. We have many retail businesses downtown. Of course, you mentioned venues. We had a new one open 
ready to take reservations for your event just last week. So, yeah, we're very proud of it. So this event kind of highlights uh, everything that's going on downtown. Again, it's going to start on Friday, October the 13th. And then as we look at Saturday, October the 14th, it looks like you guys start early and you have stuff going all day long. We do. We start very early with the races. We have uh, running races. Mm-hmm. We have a 5K, a 10K, a race for the kids, and a dog race. Mm-hmm. We also have bike rides. Um, they will be, I think they consider them gravel rides, yep. so they will be in the county, uh, two different links there. So I think I think our show up time is like 6 o'clock in the morning. I think the first race starts at 7. All right. And then we go all day long with something for everyone and it all comes together um at 7 p.m on our main stage when tanner usry performs yeah that's a big deal so you know i was going through all the stuff that's one of the biggest names you guys have ever had performing at the uh, get downtown festival it is and um i'm not very affluent in that genre sure but Everybody has heard of Tanner Ushery that has watched Yellowstone yeah, mm-hmm. because he was featured in the last season show. Hey, and as I go through this, of course, there's going to be, you know, a lot of the race stuff and there's kids who do that. But like you have really targeted events for kids because, you know, to get a family to come down, you got to have stuff for the kids. Uh, touch a truck. Tell me about some of the stuff that's going to be out there for your touch a truck. OK, touch a truck. We have so many different we have an emergency vehicles. We have the big dirt movers. We have all kinds of large vehicles coming for kids to get up close and personal with, sit in. I believe the first kids will be getting their yellow hard hats before oh. they get on that heavy equipment. Yep. Um, so it's a fun, fun event. All of the kid activities are going to be happening in our new community pavilion. That is where um, the home of our our farmer's market is, yep. but throughout the day, not only touch a truck, we have got performers for kids and activities for kids and photo opportunities for kids and face painting for kids, something all day long in the community pavilion. There's going to be three-on-three basketball. There's going to be cornhole. Again, she mentioned bounce houses are going to be down there. There's going to be a petting zoo, which is good for kids and adults, because I can tell you that. Uh, so Image Realty is doing the food truck alley. I love the idea of food trucks. Yes. They are great. As I said earlier, we have great restaurants, but we are expecting many, many, many people. And food trucks just add Mm -hmm. so much to an outdoor festival. So all different varieties. The whole Pruitt Street, which is our main street, will be closed to through traffic. And our food trucks will be spaced out along those blocks, along with inflatables for kids, seating areas. We are delighted that our meadery is joining us so people can try mead. so, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. So tell me about the shopping because there's going to be a downtown market right there on Pruitt Street as well, right? There is. Uh, if you're familiar with our town, the parking lot that is right next to Skinny Jake is going to become our artisan craft area. Mm-hmm. We're expecting, hopefully, 40 vendors to be in that area, and they will be those that uh, create and imagine homemade items. Yeah. So everything from crafts to to honey, to all kinds of stuff will be in that area, all in one location. Then we'll also have an area downtown for uh, just more information. So if you are a nonprofit or if you are a business and want to spread the word, there's also an opportunity for you to come down and join us. Again, Gina Jarrett's on with us this morning. Last thing, tell me about Foodie and what's going on with Foodie. Foodie is something that was developed to kind of get the excitement building. Mm -hmm. Foodie is a little food truck 
that will be hidden somewhere within the city limits of Paragol. The first clues start on Monday before the 13th and 14th. And whoever finds Foodie by figuring out the clues wins a prize. And it's a big prize. It's $500. Yeah, that's a good prize. (laughs) That's a good prize. So again, it's the 7th Annual Get Downtown Festival. It happens October the 13th and 14th in downtown Paragould. The best part is when you look at all the stuff that's going on for the whole family, it's a free event. So if you guys want to get out there. It's a free event. Yes. Other than what you choose to purchase from our vendors or choose to eat, it is free. All day long, free event. And again, Gina said she will buy a lot of you free stuff, some food down there as well. She'll pay out of her own pocket. We did not say that. Just find me. Just find me and we'll do that. Sure. She is the future mayor of the city of Paragould. <laughs> don't think so. No. I think I kind of love our mayor that we have right now. <laughs> yeah, you said you retired. You don't want to have to do any more work, right? No, no, no. Sounds like way too much work for me. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Again, this festival's great. Your downtown's great. And uh, we appreciate you uh, coming on the show with us this morning. Well, thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to talk about Get Downtown. All right, Gina. Have a good morning. Thank you. Right, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined this morning by Jack Turner, who is here to get us ready for the Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue and Music Festival, which happens this weekend. And uh, Jack, I know, I guess you've been working on this event for years and years and years, and this is your busiest week of the year. Yeah, uh, yes. Are you doing okay? <laughs> He's answering texts and emails currently. Yes. Um, yeah. It's it's so Tim and I talk about this all the time. We've done it for so many years. We always feel, or at least the past few years um, since pre-pandemic, we we feel like we're not doing anything at this point. Mm-hmm. But everything's just kind of on autopilot. You know what I mean? Like we know that we've got to do this, 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 and then this, and so it's all happening. But I remember the early days of it where. I mean, I was working on it all day, every day yeah. for three, four weeks prior to the event. That's not to mention all the months leading up to it. Right. So it, it is. It's kind of weird that it's a Wednesday before the barbecue uh, fest, and I'm, you know, I'm still working my day job. <laughs> You're not nervous. <laughs> yeah. yet. I'm not nervous, and everything's good. Uh, Tim called me yesterday. We had a couple of phone calls, and he he was like, um, "It's all di- downhill from here," and I'm like. Yeah, I guess so. It's, uh, I don't yeah. know because I know that setup. The setup <laughs> yeah, yeah, ain't yeah. easy. Yeah. And that's what people don't realize is the amount of work that goes into it. And I know this isn't about bragging on you guys and A&P for doing you know, the contributing and Ritter and all the stuff that goes on with that. But like, it's a ton of work to put a, an event like this together, to put a festival together, to have all these teams come in and music. And, and yeah. even the stuff that nobody thinks about, like you know, porta-potties and that's power right. and all that. that that's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, you know, it's just one of those things. We've got a checklist. And without that checklist of being built over many, many years and events, uh, we'd be lost. You know, yeah. like it, it's one of those uh, last year, uh, it, the trophies, the barbecue award trophies got missed. That mm-hmm. fell between the cracks. Oh, yeah. And so I'm reaching out to our um, our vendor that does that for us. I'm like, man, y'all, you've got to save us because <laughs> I forgot. And it's on yeah. me, you yeah. know. And sure enough, they pulled through and uh, everything worked out just fine. Nobody knew the hiccup. Well, yeah. that was one of the first things I did this year. Right. <laughs> They've been calling me. They're like, will you come get these freaking trophies? We have them for a, you know, two months now. Yeah. Like, I'll, I promise I'll be there today, you know. Um, but things like that, it's just, it, it is, it's, it's, it's tricky. But, man, I mean, we've got so much um, good help, like with Paul Carter and Darren May on the barbecue side of it. Tim and I, we really don't touch barbecue any yeah. longer. We haven't in years because we've 
we've trusted to hand that off to Paul and Darren and they do a phenomenal job with it. You know, like we just check in every now and then like, Hey, what's it look like? And they're like, yeah, leave us alone. We got this. Right. You know, (laughs) go away. All right, cool. (laughs) We've got enough stuff to worry about. So we're good with it. Yeah. So, so the idea behind this, when you guys decided that you wanted to put this event together and make it free and bring people in, what was like the vision behind it as far as why you thought, Hey, we need to do something downtown with music. So essentially this, you know, it goes back to the sesquicentennial stuff at the city that uh, Mayor Perrin did uh, back in 2009. Um, and if you look around the state and even the South, every, or not every, but most of your larger cities kind of have their signature uh, festival, event, sure. something that, that draws people down here. I mean, you've got, uh, what is it, the... Um, um, Wind oh. Farm Fest. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. The Wiener Rice Festival. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. That type of stuff. Well, Jones World didn't have anything like that. Back, I don't know when it was. I mean, you probably remember it, the Arrowhead Festival or something like that. Yeah, we that did they, that. Golly, that was like in 04. Yeah, like early 2000s. Yeah. They were doing that and ran, and it kind of you know fell fell down. Well, that was a remake of it, the idea at least behind it. Yeah, sure. um, and, and initially it was to uh, celebrate the sesquicentennial with the city, the you know 150-year anniversary thing. Um. But it was a success, so they wanted to continue doing it, and now it's just kind of become that staple of this is our event. This is Jonesboro's thing, yeah. you know, for for the fall and uh, a festival. Um, making it free is just that's that's our way of giving back to the community uh, with it. I don't, I can't, I can't say it's always going to be free. Sure. You know, we, that's one thing we've always prided ourselves on, and that's just mainly because everything's getting so expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and we're running out of bands to bring within our budget, so. Uh, but it would be one of those if if that's a big if we ever went to a paid event, it'd be super cheap, like five dollars. I mean, it's not anything right. crazy. Yeah. No, but so you know, you think about this, and a lot of us think about the music, right? Because the music's always a draw, and you find different acts who are <clears throat> either throwback acts or you find acts that are you know currently relevant. And I think you've done a great job this year. So if you haven't heard, Friday night Priscilla Block plays for free in downtown Jonesboro. It's going to be Priscilla Block Friday. I think that's going to be big. Yeah, yeah. And so just to put this out, we've, I mean, my phone's blown up all day for the past two weeks about what, what are the details of Priscilla Block? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do we got? Look, this is a free event. Just show up. There's okay. nothing major to this. It's in downtown Jonesboro. You can't miss it. Yeah. The biggest problem you're going to have is parking. Sure. You yeah. know, so mm-hmm. I'd say come early. Um, on Friday night, you know, we're getting kicked off roughly five o'clock. You know, there's not an official time of a opening gates or anything because there are no gates. You just show up. Yeah, right. Vendors will be down there. They'll be set up and ready to go around five. The first band kicks off at six. Priscilla takes the stage at nine. Gotcha. Yeah. That's it. I yeah. mean, there's really no, there's, there's nothing else about it. And then I get it. People are just kind of, you know, fishing for information, but free event, show up, enjoy it. You know who else playing on Friday? Yeah. Know? So we've got, um, the West Finch blues band and JB Strauss. Okay. Uh, so the West Finch blues band, they'll start at six, obviously a blues band. Yep. Uh, and then JB's at seven thirty. So most of the, our, um, opening acts are 60 minute sets with the 30 minute break in between. So then we turn to Saturday and Jamison Rogers. Jamison Rogers is going to be there. And Shane Prophet's playing on Saturday, too. Who else do you have lined up for Saturday? Yeah, so we've got Native Strangers, uh, 
Aaron Headley band and big boy changes, yeah. um, all, you know, kind of leading up Shane profits, the official opener for, yeah. uh, Jamison Rogers. And that is seven thirty, And then Jamison is at nine, but that stage kicks off at three. Um, the, you know, native strangers. And then we're going to do the barbecue announcement awards right there at four. And then, the uh, Aaron Headley's band is going to jump on stage right after that. So you mentioned that stage. Does that mean there's another stage? There is. There is a what we always called the north end stage uh, that's at the other end, kind of down in front of Cregan's and Skinny J's. Yep. Um, that's actually called the Molson Coors stage. It's the sponsor of it. Um, and they're running just uh, Saturday, okay. just a Saturday lineup. And, you know, bands there are Lane Law, Zach Childers, Akeem Kemp, Greasy Tree, and then Tristan Tritt and Tritt. I'm not oh. sure how that's read uh, that way, but Tristan yeah. Tritt. Um, everybody would remember the last name yeah, Tritt. Travis so Tritt, yeah. th- that's right. Yep. That's cool. So, yep. So that's happening all day on Saturday. Uh, you're going to be doing that stuff. There's going to be other stuff that brings people down as well. Of course, there's barbecue and, and the stuff that goes with that. Of course, there's sure. the music. What are some of the other things that are happening? Yeah. So, uh, you know, a street full of vendors, stuff for kids to do. Um, it's supposed to be beautiful weather. Yeah. Uh, so just getting out. You know, and enjoying it. So you've got live music all day on Saturday, uh, live music Friday evening. Friday evening with the vendors is it's a little smaller. Sure, it's mostly just food uh, type stuff because it's a very short uh, window of event that we're doing. But Saturday's an all day thing. There's, I mean, for the most part, there's something for every age. So you look at this and you think about, you know, the Jonesboro Advertising and Promotions Commission. You couldn't do it without them. Right. But you also have a great sponsor that, man, really played big this year. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Ritter, they they step up every single year, uh, or at least in the past. I can't even remember how long they've been doing it, it now. It seems like forever. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, you know, the AMP Commission only gives us a, a select amount of money every year, uh, and it gets seems like it gets tighter and tighter. <laughs> it's not because they're lowering it. It's because everything's getting more expensive. Oh, yeah. Um, and with, uh, Ritter stepping up and, and being the, the huge sponsor that they, that they are, uh, we wouldn't be able to do this without them for sure. So, um, they wanted to give back to the community as well and be a part of this event. And I, you know, we can't thank them enough for it. It's going to be a huge weekend. It's the biggest party that happens in downtown Jonesboro. It comes That's around right. once a year. It's coming up on Friday and Saturday, the downtown Jonesboro barbecue and music festival. If you guys want to find out more, you can go to Facebook and uh, or call Jack. I'll give you his number right now. Text him. <laughs> and is it. it true? Is it true that your girlfriend Cassie has done most of your work? That is incorrect. <laughs> um, I'm not sure where that rumor is started. Yeah, but. yeah Cassie just sent her the text. <laughs> I, if Cassie sent her a text right now, I would be super surprised because when I left the house at five thirty this morning, she was oh, still I set uh, her up. snoring. I'm sorry. You did. Cassie, I'm sorry. The last time he I was love here you. Too. <laughs> Jack Turner joins us this morning on the K Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Family Zing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zing. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We are joined this morning by the man you need. Yay. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care on Parker Road in Jonesboro, back with Wet Nose Wednesday. Dr. Reed, right next door. What's happening, man? Oh, we're getting our day started. So far, so good. All right, no emergency surgeries this morning? No amputations? We're doing great. All right, that's good news because a couple of weeks ago we caught you when all heck had broken loose. Yeah, that was a Wednesday to remember for sure. <laughs> 
So we come to Dr. Kevin Reed and we say, hey, make us smarter about our pets. What should we look for with our pets? How can we keep our pets healthier? That's why we call this Wet Nose Wednesday. A lot of times we focus on on dogs, but you know, uh, many of us have cats at home as well, including uh, you know our, our little cat George, who's you know bouncing around the house at all times. Did you um, change his name? No, his name's always been George. Oh. We didn't name him George. Hey, George, the other day uh, decided he was going to use like a potted plant as a toilet, Kevin, and he he kicked all the dirt out of the plant and uh, went number two in there. Uh, just helping you fertilize it, I guess. Oh, it's so sweet of George. He is such a kind cat. So smart. <laughs> what do you have for us today for Wet Nose Wednesday? Well, you know, sometimes I think we talk too much about dogs, and, you know, uh, cats are have their own medical conditions, too. So one that I see probably pretty regular uh, on a regular basis, uh, maybe one or two cases a week sometimes, is a condition called feline idiopathic cystitis, FIC for short. And it's it's a medical issue, one of several that fall under the umbrella term of feline lower urinary tract disease. Hmm. And idiopathic cystitis, idiopathic means we don't really know the cause, but it's a sterile inflammatory condition affecting the bladder. Um, there's a condition in people called feline, uh, not feline, interstitial cystitis in humans. And it's probably similar to that because we don't, while we don't know the exact cause, one theory says that maybe... A uh, combination of a decreased water intake and along with an increased permeability of the bladder wall, which allows irritants to penetrate the lining of the bladder, may set the stage for it to develop. Uh, but some examples of triggers that could include an introduction of a new cat into the household, um, intercat aggression in a multi-cat household, dirty litter boxes, too few litter boxes in a multi-cat household, uh, Introduction of a new caretaker, like a pet sitter in the home or boarding the cat outside the home, uh, and then even decreased activity because of obesity, arthritis, or being ill, and even sometimes a sudden diet change. So, you know, we think a lot of this may be due to some kind of stress in the cat's life. Hmm. Uh, and what happens is they can have recurrent or maybe just a waxing and waning um, condition of symptoms. The most common symptom is increased frequency of urination. They may go small amounts frequently. They're in and out of the litter box, or they may start using an abnormal location like a potted plant, um, you know, <laughs> the sink, the bathtub. Um, so, and they only usually produce a small amount of urine when they go. And it's important, uh, especially in male cats, if you see a male cat having uh, issues urinating, you know, and, and they're sitting in the litter box for a long period of time, and only a drop or two of urine comes out, that could be an emergency situation. So I'd say, you know, if you've got a male cat that does that, you probably ought to have seek veterinary attention for that just because sometimes they can have a urethral obstruction and they can't urinate, um, and, you know, that can turn into a, within 24 hours, it could almost be a life-or-death situation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I said, restlessness, straining to urinate, blood in the urine, uh, inappropriate urination outside of the litter box, or even, you know, they, they meow, vocalize while they urinate. And it's kind of a rule-out diagnosis. We make it after we rule out other conditions like an infection or uh, bladder stones or a tumor in the bladder. And, uh, you know, usually it involves uh, urinalysis, sometimes a urine culture to make sure there's not a bacterial infection or even a, a radiograph or ultrasound to uh, check for bladder stones. 
And a lot of these symptoms will resolve spontaneously without treatment, you know, and a lot of cats within five to seven days. But I've seen some cats that do this for, um, you know, after a week, if they're still continuing to have these symptoms, we'll a lot of times try to treat it. Um, some of the treatment options include a dietary change where, you know, where there's an al- the diet causes an alteration in the urine pH, makes it more acidic. Um, these diets may also contain antioxidants and some supplemental omega-3 fatty acids, um, sometimes adding more liquid to the diet, you know, feeding a can rather than dry food or trying to encourage the cat to drink more water by maybe adding some broth or tuna water to the food. Um, and a lot of times we'll use some analgesic medication or anti-inflammatories. Uh, sometimes some pheromones. There's these uh, diffusers that uh, emit a feline facial pheromone, which seems to uh, reduce stress in cats. Uh, and then, you know, just some environmental modification that may enrich their environment, reduce psychological stress, increasing the number of litter boxes, especially if you have more than one cat, mm-hmm. uh, litter boxes more frequently. Um, try to maintain a routine every day, you know, where the cat's not stressed, you know, feed them at the same time, um, multiple drinking stations, uh, some of these uh, water fountains for cats. cats. Some cats are enthralled by dripping water or a little fountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll actually drink more water when, when that's placed in the home. Um, you know, if you've got a nervous cat, you know, isolating it from new people or animals entering the home, and just, you know, increasing your one-on-one play or grooming time with the cat, you know, just to reduce stress, make, you know, kind of enrich their, their life on a day-to-day basis. And it's overall, it's a very treatable disease. Uh, it, like I said earlier, it only becomes life-threatening if there's an actual urethral obstruction and then and results in an inability to, to pass urine. Um, so, you know, just it's a very common issue. Multi factors are involved, but I think the underlying issue is just the cat is stressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, anything you can do to make them a happy camper at home will, will help prevent that. Great advice right there from the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care on Parker Road in Jonesboro, vet care.com. And on Facebook, when you search Vet Care Jonesboro. Dr. Reed, thanks for another Wet Nose Wednesday. Well, have an awesome day, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, talk to you then. Call Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly, 870-935-5346. Today is National Morning Show Host Day. So just a heads up if you guys want to get us something. (laughs) Or I was just going to say, hey, that's what we do. No, that is what we do, but if they want to get us something... What what are they going to get us? I don't know. Some new equipment? Money, food, cars. Food, cars. Something like that. Trucks. Who cares? Whatever Uh it is. We're here, and and today's a day to celebrate us. A lot of times we celebrate you guys and your birthdays, but we'll celebrate ourselves today. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I did get that really sweet uh, message this morning. I wanted to uh, shout out Natasha, who has evidently listened to a version of this show for well over 14 years, because mm-hmm. Kai's 14, he just turned 14, Gosh. and she remembers well before 
Uh, he was born, or we talked about him, so that would have been over 15 years. I mean, she might have literally been listening to versions of the show for the last 20 years. So That's crazy. That's really sweet. She so. must have lost her mind. No, yeah, she got kicked by a horse or something. I'm not <laughs> sure what happened, <laughs> why she's put up with me for that long, but I appreciate that. And uh, I messaged back and put this up on my Instagram story. Um, but I'm like, hey, I'm going to follow back. Well, because I used to be really good about that. Now I got to get better at it again. We love, like, everyone likes it if someone says, hey, we feel like we know you or, yeah. you know, like, hey, y'all do a good job. Thank you for making me laugh this one particular day. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that's the little things that make us keep wanting to do this. No, and a lot of times you guys think that would be awkward. Like, oh, I don't know how I would say that to them. But, like, yeah. literally, it's never weird. Like, it's always like we wake up really early and we put up mm-hmm. with a lot of weird hours and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But the reason we do it is because of the relationship that we feel like we have with you guys, especially when we get to meet you and hang out with you. And yeah. uh, like when, when we know somebody listens to the show, it's just a different engagement level. Yeah. You know, uh, we meet so many people when we go out. Uh, and if we can be friends with you on social media, it's it's also funny because we now know people from social media that we've never seen in person. Yeah. And if you see us in person at an event or something, please stop by and say, hey, I'm so and so. I'm the one that made that one comment about Brandon that y'all went crazy for. Like, yeah. tell us, yeah, like introduce yourself. Well, like, here's one. And this is one. <clears throat> I don't know if we'll ever meet Eve. Right. But Eve uh, oh, listens yeah. from Northern Ireland. She's a radio personality mm-hmm. there. But like she wished Kai a happy birthday. So it's from Eve Blair. It's a happy birthday, Kai, from Northern Ireland. And Eve is a loyal listener. She she knows everything about us. No, yeah. Why would she listen to us when she lives in Ireland and does her own show? One of these days, we're going to travel to see Eve. Well, you may not, but no. I'm going to. She must have got kicked by a horse, too, I guess. I okay. don't know. <laughs> but it is cool. If you guys want to follow us on social media, we'd love to connect with you guys. And I'll do a better job at following back. And like, if I miss you somehow, just tell me. or Just keep messaging me. Flag me or something like that. I don't know. Flag me. Is that what you do? You flag? I don't know. Just poke me. Do you poke no, people anymore? I don't think so. You're not allowed to poke people anymore? Is that MySpace, Brandon? I don't think that was, uh, was it? Maybe it's anyway, Facebook. I was a real big, I was a big star on MySpace when it first started. Not nearly <laughs> as big a star anymore on the other ones, um, just because of competition. <laughs> but if, if, you, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, uh, you can find me, Brandon Baxter, in the morning on Instagram. You can find me, Kelly Perry, on the radio. On Facebook, for me, it's the same thing. Brandon Baxter in the morning on Facebook. And you can find me and follow me. Just search Kelly Brooke Perry. And I've showed back up on TikTok, mm-hmm. much by a popular demand. I'm back yes. on there. Uh, that one's different than the other ones because of like the, the length of usernames mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But my uh, TikTok is Brandon Baxter on the radio. And mine is Kelly Perry on the radio. Wake up, y'all. Wake up. This is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. So if you check out today's podcast, you'll hear our chat with Dr. Shane Spites. We did some doc talk, and one of the big conversations is about cell phones and do they really cause um, a higher risk for cancer? Ugh, but the whole conversation is is interesting and stuff to think about. Yeah, because it's not just cell phones. I mean, it's microwaves and mm-hmm. Wi-Fi and all that stuff. We chat through that. Is there really a risk? And is there, a, I guess, an acceptable level of that that we can be around? We talk about that with Dr. Spites. We had Noelle Richardson on. They're getting set for the walk to end Alzheimer's. Uh, she was a great guest. We chat with her. Uh, Gina Jarrett for the Get Downtown Festival in Paragould. Uh, she wants to be the mayor of Paragould, from what I was told. <laughs> That's what she was saying on the air. Right. Isn't mm-hmm. that what she said? Yes. Uh, Jack Turner was on this morning getting us ready for this weekend's Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue and Music Festival. Yep. Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care back with Wet Nose Wednesday. Check out all of our guests and everything we did today. On the podcast, all you have to do is search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry.
What's on TV tonight? The 10th season premiere of The Masked Singer, Celebrity Jeopardy. The 45th season premiere of Survivor, uh, America's Got Talent, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. And the 35th season premiere of The Amazing Race. Oh, wow. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.